I'm ready, slut. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that might stay. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome back to the After Dark podcast where we debate topics that are none of our business. We got the full crew in the building tonight. It's your boy, Mike. We got Tact OP Chad in the building. Make sure you subscribe to his YouTube channel. We got Big Stir up there. You know how we, you know how he does it. And uh, man, uh, let's jump right into it, man. Because I'm, I'm honestly ready to go. We've had some technical difficulties, but we're ready to fly right through it. How y'all feeling? I'm feeling good. So, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Just going with the going motion in the ocean type shit. So. Motion of the ocean, I love it. up. So, over the weekend, we got some big news coming in. We got a little sports for you. Andrew Wiggins, you know, plays for the Golden State Warriors. He's been absent from the team for about a month, and no one really knew why. They kept saying it's for personal reasons, but there's a rumor going out that his best friend cheated with his wife, and the kids may not be his. You know, the Mari show, You Are Not the Father. He has been raising kids that are not his. I really just want to get, you know, initial thoughts from you guys. Sterling, I'll let you roll it off first. Well, excuse me. I mean, first things first, obviously I feel bad for the guy, even if that is true. Um, because, I mean, there's no, there's no condoning cheating in any, in any regard whatsoever, right? Uh, um, especially if you especially if you got kids with them, you know what I'm saying? I think that's just like absurd. But I can understand like for her how easy it may have been if that were the case. Like this is all completely hypothetical. Um and like I could I completely understand how easy it was for her to like get away with doing something like that. Um so I mean he's on the road for you know 40 41 games out of the year, not including the playoffs, and they're playing back to back days, you know, they're I mean all the time. And granted, like, who knows what their dynamic is in their relationship and what, what maybe it's a bit different. But on my end of things, like, I mean, when you're young and I guess if you're, if you're not in a full relationship and you ain't got kids, like, the cheating can almost not be forgiven, but it's just kind of like, okay, like, they did that, keep moving, like, you guys break apart, whatever. But then it's like, you got children, bro. You got freaking children. And it's like, yeah, and it's his best friend. Like, that, that, ain't, your, that ain't my boy. I tell you that right now, that's not my boy. He is not, and he's gonna catch. He's gonna catch the meanest looks. He ain't never gonna be able to walk into a war, the Warriors arena ever again, type shit. So, um, I mean, I don't really have like a ton of thoughts about it, but I just like, I, I mean, it's obviously wrong on her behalf. I think it's just really like you have you're living the dream that every little, not every little girl, but every woman on the planet wants to be able to do is basically get get have children with a very successful basketball player or athlete and never have to worry about a damn thing for the rest of their life she literally won the lottery she got the meal ticket it's done and dusted but i mean everybody has different motives everything everybody has things that make them happy a bit different some people are a little fucked up and you know that might be the case with her and i'm not trying to say she she did or didn't do it but until those things are confirmed but definitely not the sweetest thing to hear about it and let me finish my point with the the Warriors are going to need Andrew Wiggins to even contend for a championship this year. For those that are sports fans watching, they are going to need him. He needs to get off his ass and get the fuck back on the court. Be like, fuck you, bitch. Keep it moving. Because that's all he can do. 
There's nothing else. He gets paid to play basketball. It's not it's it's not as bad as uh, uh what's his name Ben Simmons, but bro, like your team is like about to be in the playing game, like bro, get off the bit, like get get here, play. We need you. We can't win a road game, but that's my thoughts on that. I want the Warriors to do really well. I want them to compete for a championship as well. So I'm a bit biased, but I get it. He's got to be able to make sure his mental's right, and I and mental health is important, especially particularly in. in, in Blackman, uh, where it's not talked about a lot, but like, bro, you've been out for like a month and a half. Like, you got over your little ankle injury or whatever it was. Like, you need to get your ass back on the saddle. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, I mean, a few things kind of come to mind when I first heard this topic, and like you reiterated, um, it's really just kind of fucked up and just just a messed up situation in general that Andrew Wiggins has to go through this, and I I really feel for him, and I can understand how he's just probably like. I mean, I actually, I can't understand. Like, I don't know what that feels like. That's, that's wild. And, you know, um, one of the questions that come to mind to me too is, you know, you think that the wife knew that the kids wasn't his, like, do they always know that when that happens? I guess if they have, um, you know, I mean, I feel like you should be able to know when you look at the kid too, like, I don't know. I haven't seen any pictures of Andrew Wiggins' kids, so I can't tell if they like look alike or nothing like that of that nature. Yeah. But for the friend, man, like that's just a low blow. And that's just, like you said, that ain't no real boy. That's it's really messed up. That's not my boy, bro. No, that's no. That's not my boy. No, nah, but I mean, like if you already, at the same time, if you already did the deed and his boy is probably just a regular, just a regular dude out there. You know, he ain't Andrew Wiggins. If you already did the deed and the kids are there, exactly. like, do you tell your boy or do you let your kids, do you let the kids have the best life that they possibly could have because they are, you know, essentially set for life uh, living with Andrew Wiggins. So, I mean, also kind of have to, as messed up as it is, kind of have to feel for him too because one, we don't know if he knows that those are his kids. And if he does know then, you know, he probably took the decision to take a back seat and just uh, let the kids have the better life because he knows that he could never give them those type of opportunities, which is also just yep. a messed up situation for his mental on that front, too. Um, but I also agree with you, man. Yeah. Like, it's been a month. <laughs> and he's about to get a couple months off. Uh, and if he doesn't come back to the playoffs, it's like, Look, man, that is a messed up situation. We feel for you. Take a week, take two weeks, bro. But rest of the year, rest of the month, and is he still getting paid? That ain't real life. You know what I'm saying? If I'm out here, yo, if yeah. someone cheated with my hypothetical girl and I told my boss, hey, man, she might give me a day <laughs> and then get back out there. But how am I just going to have like, yeah, let me just take off the rest of the quarter. Uh, and just chill off of that one real quick because, you know, my mental's real messed up. She, They would tell me, you know. You'd be laid the hell off. Laid the hell off. They'd give me some mental health classes. Yo, here's this counseling. We'll pay for like a little $10 a month counseling, online counseling type pool <laughs> or something. I don't know. But he's got to get back out there. You know, it's, it's crunch time. Like you said, they can. If Andrew Wiggins comes back up, they can compete for a championship. I get it. It's hard, bro. But you only got a couple months left and you got a whole off season to figure out those kids are yours and figure out how you want to proceed with that. So, um, I mean, Chad, do you have any, what's your initial thoughts on that? I don't really know basketball that well, <laughs> but <laughs> the situation is pretty messed up. 
uh this whole time i was just thinking like yo what if his boy was again the warriors and that's why he's been gone this whole time <laughs> oh that would suck oh that yeah. would suck that would suck but yeah it's weird like you 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 think that with kids you could tell when it's like when it's yours or when it's not yours but like back like back during christmas uh my girlfriend and i posted a picture of us with her nephew everyone thought that kid was mine i was like this kid does not look mixed at all it looks full-blown asian <laughs> like why does everyone think it's mine so there's that like suspension of disbelief and i don't know how old his kids are but maybe uh their looks caught up to him and that's what it started making him doubt maybe they got in a fight or something but yeah i think we're all in agreement that like the month the month is a long time to be gone that's from from work like i can see maybe like if he was filing for divorce how that could get pretty sticky but even then it's a lot of just like fill out the paperwork and then wait so well here's the question for you guys you know he's so he's he's loved these kids he's taken care of these kids he's always thought of them as his own so to feel to figure out that they're no longer his kids you know i i can imagine that it's not like the love just disappears instantly. Like that's gotta be a sticky situation. Uh, yeah. If you're in that situation, what are you guys doing? Are you still claiming those as your kids or how are you even going about that situation? I actually saw a crazy story on something similar Really? where this dude was raising some other dude's kids and uh, the wife like left him and went with the other dude mm -hmm. and then one of the kids and he was just like, no, nah, I'm the father. They're my kids. And like, I don't it's it's state by state basis but a lot of states say like whoever is the person in the life and like raised them is considered the father they don't go by blood i know that if you're um a lot of states too if you're if you're the father on the birth certificate regardless of who the biological dad is you have to pay the child support like you're legally obligated oh well, even if you find out that that's no longer your kids like you would have to get that legally removed off their birth certificate that's to crazy not file, to not have the child support and this story it worked out where when the lady left uh he kept the kids that weren't his and he got child support for him oh what a boss that's a boss what are you hey, doing you got Sterling? the bag i mean honestly bro like I'm gonna tell you right now, if I like married to a girl or like I got kids with a girl, whatever it is, and I'm like a high profile athlete, like someone like Andrew Wiggins, not high profile, but like mid profile guy that's important to the success of a team. Bro, first off, like she's getting cut off. Like, and for, for me, just period, like you're not gonna see the kids. Or like I will make sure that you don't see the children. And you're gonna have like one visit a month type shit. And like for all the ladies out there, it's gonna be like, oh, that's so messed up. Like I'm being 100%. Like it's your fault. Like, it's your fault. It ain't nobody else's fault but yours. Secondly, if they weren't my kids, technically, like bi biologically, but I've been providing for them since the day they were born, as if they were, once again, it goes back to the point. It's like, dude, that's a, that's a father. Like, you know, there's probably people you guys know in your life where, you know, they didn't have, like, the greatest home life or anything like that. And, like, they're like, this guy was, like, my, one of these coaches was basically like my dad and, like, blah, 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 that type of stuff. Not even, like, that metaphorical stuff where it's like, oh, like, how we talk about Miss Nikki's like a second mom type of thing. Like these people were like basically like, hey, I needed to eat. They got me food. Like they got me this, 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 and this to make sure I was cool. So first things first, I'm getting that, I'm getting that woman away from those kids. She ain't gonna touch them. She ain't gonna have a chance to really even explain herself until they're 18 years old. Secondly, I'm gonna make sure 
that I continue to care for the kids because they know me as their dad, right? Like, I mean, that's what they know. And I and then when it, when they come eighteen, you know, whenever they get old enough to realize, like, okay, like, I I would tell them, and they just have to live with it. But they're not children. So you're not telling them from different. the jump. No, if they're not, I wouldn't think from like the jump they years, could understand that though, depending on how old they are. No, I would. They're they're. I don't think they'd have the the emotional capacity and the mental capacity to actually fathom it because think about it: when you're like five years old, you don't even know what cheating is. Let's just be honest. Yeah, but you, you don't, don't have to get into the works. I mean, I'm someone who believes that, you know, you should paint your significant other in the best light possible uh, to unless your kids. Because, yeah, mm. unless the kid, uh, unless they have negative uh, tension between the kids, I feel like you should paint that person in the best light possible because it's really important for the kids to have that strong relationship with both parents. So for me, if I'm in that situation... You know, obviously, I'm not staying with the girl like we're splitting up, but I do think it is still important that, you know, they get the love from the mom just as much as they get the love from me. And because, you know, they're going to they're going to be my kids. And the one person that I would make sure is not around those kids is the biological father. I'd be like, look, or or he's in there for limited capacity. And I understand y'all both say, like, you know, the kids can't really understand that. But I, I feel like kids have a little more mental strength and aptitude than, you know, we give them credit for. And we don't have to get into the works. Like, you don't know, you don't have to go over there. Oh, mom was, you know, getting her back broken by Uncle, uh-huh. by Uncle Mike type shit. You ain't got to say none of that. You can just be like, look, man, um, you can sit him down. I just want to let you know that, you know, this man over here, he's your biological dad, but I am your father. Like, I, I will always be your father. I always Luke, take I'm care of you. Luke, I am your father for sure. I'm always going to take care of you type stuff. And, you know, this guy's going to be in your life. I think it's important that you do know and have a relationship with your biological father. But Fuck that. You're, stay- you're staying with me. Uh, you- and, you know, your your wife, like, she's going to be somewhere else. We're just doing a different thing. But nothing's going to change. It's always going to be the same. Uh, and you just got to be as cordial as possible, even though that's super hard. In front of those kids, you just gotta be cordial because that's a that's a sticky situation, and you want to make sure that it's sticky for you guys and not for those kids, man, because they have a long life to deal with that, and that can that can be kind of messy. No, you're a better person than I am. If that happened yeah, to me, for one, she's out. Two, the kids are staying with me. Three, I'm bad mouthing the shit out of both of them. <laughs> I'll give them the opera. I'll give them the chance. I'll be like, yo, okay, this is what happened. Your mom cheated on me with my best friend. Uh, it's fucked up. I know you don't understand that Uncle yet, Ricky. but Uncle Ricky, you guys know Uncle Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll soon understand that. If you want to stay with me, go ahead. If you want to stay with her, that's your choice. But fuck those two. <laughs> and if I'm in that situation where I'm like the basketball player making that much money, yeah, I'm manipulative. I'm gonna spoil the hell out of them. Be like, you want you want to stay here in the mansion, or you want to go over there where they're struggling because she couldn't be faithful. And now she's living on the streets. Go for it. <laughs> oh man, look. I mean, without beating a dead horse here, because I do think this is like obviously something that is not talked about a lot. Because obviously, I feel like because we're not celebrities, right? Obviously. Maybe one day, you never know. Um, but we're not celebrities, and for some reason, in like the the famous, when you're famous, when you have that, you're in that circle. I feel like there's a lot of polygamy in that. Just to be 
honest. Oh, um, 100%. And maybe, maybe, I mean, I, I, I believe that with a lot of really big athletes right now that I won't name names, but really big athletes right now that I know their wife is, is seeing other people just like they're probably swinging around and seeing a shit ton of other women too. Um, but let's think about it like that. Like maybe he was one of the very few people in his whole like friend group that might be pro athletes that isn't polygamous. And it, he's very faithful and he very, he does this, but maybe like his, his girl, like she, she knew all these other people were polygamous. She's like, Oh, let me just give it a shot. Let me just give but it a shot. But they they they're married. They should have had that type of, that's just cheating. They should have had that type of country. Oh, that's, that's his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. They're uh, married. That's with this. I'm oh, okay. Sure. Okay, well, that's but that's still that's cheating. Polygamous is a mutual agreement, yeah, between two people in a relationship. Hey, we're gonna sleep with other people, but at the end of the night, we come back to each other. If you just over here, like, I'm in a polygamous relationship, but my boyfriend is in a monogamous relationship, you just cheating, sweetie. Like, you ain't out here in a polygamous relationship. That's wild, but I know we're, some guys out here gonna be using that one, though. But Sterling did <laughs> put up a good point though. of like we we don't know how good of a person this guy is either it could have been that type of yeah. situation where like you know he might have been out there cheating too and it's just that she got pregnant so okay. yeah i mean that's true too but it's also the best friend piece yeah the best friend piece that's what that's makes it real one. messy like that's what makes yeah. it vindictive yeah and then i'm gonna be vindictive yeah, so can you ever be friends with that guy again no 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 shot no shot no shot in honestly hell. it kind of depends on how like, long it's like, bro, dating, you see though. my wife you see my girl's insides like you've been inside <laughs> like not to get you graphic inside bro you got like, keys my in... you got keys bro <laughs> you know where the spare keys are under the mat like you got the spare keys and you were able to break into the house you you got there that's what, like, for me, like, it would be, like, deaded. And I, and I kind of want to back up my statement earlier about, like, saying, like, oh, she's gone type of thing. Because I did resonate a little bit with what you were saying, Michael, uh, where it was like, oh, like, you know, I want to make sure they still have a relationship with their mom because that's their, still their mom, you know. Um, but I ain't going to lie to you. Like, Uncle Ricky or Uncle Bobby, Uncle whatever the fuck he, his name is, like, he ain't going to be hang he, You, like, I mean, I'd be like, oh, this is your biological dad, bro, but we do not fuck with him. Like, I do not fuck with him. You can fuck with him all you want, but I don't fuck with him. Like, if you guys want to go over to Uncle Bobby's house, guess what? I'll drop you off, uh, and I'll say bye, and I'll be back in two hours. Nah, you got you to order an Uber. Got. Ain't nobody dropping you off over there. You two are better yeah, people I don't than me, man. Face. Their mom can be my new girlfriend, but fuck <laughs> her. <laughs> <laughs> I nah, mean, you but, don't, without... but I mean, it's also like it's not even our choice. It's got to be like the courts will decide where the kids go at the end of the day. So, like, with Andrew Wiggins, because he's got too much bread not to give the damn kid to him. I don't know. They could probably pull the spiel of uh, because he's an athlete, he's traveling all the time and can't be home with the kids. Yeah. So you're gonna make this man? It's it's a it's a screwed up situation because it's like everybody. Damn, let me not get into my bag too much. But like, not nah, get in your bag. Every 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 woman Yo, wants a man that makes in that a lot of bag, money. Yo. Every every woman wants desires a man that makes a lot of money. That's a fact. I don't, I don't know any girl that's like, oh well, like I mean, he's super broke and I'm cool with it. Like I want that. Like that's what I'm looking for. Like no, Yo, nobody's looking for. Here's that. the thing though, she also makes a lot of money. Oh, what does she do? She had kids with the guy that made a lot of money. 
exactly. she's about she to get child won. support. So she, she also, she, yo, she, yo, Andrew Wiggins dropped 20 points. Guess what? She dropped 20 points that night too. <laughs> From no, now it's on, half. Yep. she dropped 10. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's half. She well, dropped 10 points. Well, well, so she, she's the, just as the, successful. The thing is, is that, like, I think that she, like, I think if he were to better get the kid, and then they would have that like they wouldn't ask for child like i don't even think he accepted but he probably oh give me some child support but either way it's like if he got the kids yeah if he got the kids and they'd be like hey you need to pay this much of child support a month ma'am they're like oh i don't have a job won't get one it's like (laughs) but the thing is her her income she has zero income whatsoever if she's not doing a side hustle anything he is all the income right now let me make sure my facts are right here because i want to make sure i'm not skipping a beat here uh, he makes $31.5 million. Scoop. And guess what? A year. Whenever she starts getting a job, that's just money that could have been to the kids if they're together. So I still want half. <laughs> True. <laughs> and so, like I said, without beating a dead horse, I think she's in the wrong. I think he has every right to be as, honestly, as rude and as prude, like, as just an asshole to her as he wants to be, just to be 100% honest with you. But if he doesn't do that, which I think he's a good guy from the outside looking in, I don't know if he is or he isn't, but he seems like a, a good down-to-earth guy. This probably took a, this probably took a massive toll on him because it is like a personality thing. When you have an ego naturally, you have an ego as a man, especially as a top athlete, you're going to have an ego when something like this happens to you. But he's, a better, he's probably a better man than me for taking this much time because I'd be like, nah, fuck this. I'm jumping ship. Best of luck to you, honey, because you ain't gonna see them kids for a minute. You might, you gonna have to take a hiatus, a real <laughs> hiatus. Um, I think the biggest takeaway I don't from know this if... is that once you make over six figures and you start sleeping around with people, hire a good divorce attorney. <laughs> have one on. Facts. Have one on, on deck. Facts. On retainer, bro. Have that thing. Have that motherfucker on retainer because there ain't no reason not to. Um, do you have any other final thoughts, Mike? Uh, no, anything? no, I think we hit that one well, pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, just without like, cause we don't want to sit here and beat a dead horse to death, but, um, jumping into like a little bit, something a little bit different. Cause we can really talk a lot about this, like these, this type of stuff and being like politics, but, um, I don't know if it even happened. They haven't, I haven't looked at the update on it at this point, but it Trump didn't. apparently last, yeah, it didn't happen, but. The whole ideology was that Trump said that he may be arrested um, for, you know, obviously his probably his fraud more or less, but he was predicting they'd be arrested on today, the day that we filmed this podcast. Um, ideally, like we don't want to get too deep in this. Like you said, we try to stay away from politics. We don't that look, everybody's got their political affiliations. We're cool with it either way. Um, but I, the question I'd ask is one, being a former president to be able to go to jail or get arrested is already crazy one if you're if you are an american citizen right maybe someone that did or didn't vote for trump if you voted in the election that he got elected in right what are your thoughts like you guys i mean in particular obviously we're talking i'm talking to you but what what are you guys' thoughts and like how this could it be impactful towards like the future of presidencies and knowing that someone that like has been proven legally to have done a lot of wrong but still to this point it's taken this long to get him under under arrest if that were to ever happen like what are your thoughts on it what's what's like the out the i guess the what's the word i'm looking for guys um 
the outlook on the next presidents and what type of what type of power and what type of leniency they get uh, against the laws, even if it's just taxes. Let me tell you, Sterling, this is going to affect absolutely nothing. Nothing's <laughs> going to change. Nothing. It's going to it's going to make the news if it happens. Everyone's going to talk about it for about a week and then it's just going to go away. The only thing I think this hurts is his run for presidency for the uh, next campaign. Uh, yeah, it's coming up soon. Too. That's, that's kind of where I disagree, like, though. I don't know. That's what I that's what I kind of disagree with. I feel like this does nothing but help his candidacy because, you know, I really don't see what the motive is to try and get him. One, it's a misdemeanor charge. So this is just like a slap on the wrist type charge anyways. Oh, I was going from like the, the presidency type of standpoint, like laws being made against it. Or oh, OK, OK, OK. I got yeah. you. Because I was, I was going to say, as far as Trump running again, I really don't understand the motive of why they're trying to push this so hard. Because I feel like, to me, Trump is right back in that spotlight again. Like, in the efforts of trying to get that a misdemeanor charge on him, he's just in the news cycle constantly. And I feel like this is what Trump was feel, feeding for. This is what he needed. And now he's got his juice. Now he's got he kind of has a story to go right back onto. So I really don't understand like what the motive is on that front and why they would really push that so hard. If oh, I think hold. it's because if you do get convicted, if you can get it up past the misdemeanor charge, you can't run for president. No, if you you can run for president as a convicted felon, you can even run for president in prison. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh. So, um, so that's why I just don't understand because I feel like, and you know, Trump, you know, being the smart businessman that he is, because he is a smart businessman, and you know, he thinks about all the steps. He went and told us the reason why he told us this was going to happen is because now uh, when he goes back, he could say, look, I told you exactly what their motives are and look at it, play, f play through. So either they go through with it and now people are enraged because Trump told them that this was going to happen. They're like, oh, look, you know, this is now happening. Or they kind of push back and they don't go after it. And he's still in the clear and, you know, he has no charges. So I feel like it's really kind of a win win for Trump. In any situation, I don't see how like this helps the Democrats or Biden or whoever will eventually run on that front. You know, I but, disagree. Okay, let me hear it. Not getting too much into politics right now. Trump's main competitor is Ron DeSantis, mm -hmm. and Radical. all the people that were like hardcore voting for Trump in the last election are now swinging towards Ron, and. What made the last election close is that like middle ground of people are like, eh, I might go Trump, I might go, I might go Republican, I might go Democrat. So I feel as though the people that are in that middle are somewhat sensible enough to say like, oh man, this guy is getting charged with all this, he's getting convicted. I'll probably just vote Democrat this way, anyways. It's it's a safe option. Joe Biden's already been president. He hasn't done anything too terrible to fuck it up. So it's like. Go with the guy who's getting charged or the guy who's already president. I'll probably go with him. And then the other left-wing votes are just going to be like, ah, I was going for Ron anyways. So I think either way, this kind of hurts his middle ground to be competitive. Because right now, his competition isn't Joe Biden. It's Ron DeSantis. Because he's looking to be the Republican uh, nominee yeah. rather than him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and without you guys know, I know politics at the back of my hand. That's what my 
family literally lives on. It's like crack cocaine for them at home. Um, <laughs> shout out mom, mom, dad, sister. Shout out the crack um, epidemic. It really yeah, hit. The, it out, really hit the out, hood hard. <laughs> shout out! Shout out! Snowfall. If y'all ever watched it, shout out that. Shout out that show. Shout out. Uh, the, but either way, um, no, I think that. I mean, ever since Donald Trump's been Donald Trump, since The Apprentice. Been, I mean, this guy has had a controversy surrounding him, period. Everything he does is to be in the spotlight. Because, look, I'm not trying to put, say this guy's an awful man. I'm not going to say that about anybody that I don't know personally. I just see what I see on TV and what I hear. That's it. Um, but, I mean, he's from what I can see, he's a full-blown narcissist. And this is the best way to get a narcissist going is for people to start talking about them in whatever light. Because they don't care. They're confident enough in themselves. They don't care what people have to say. They know what they have to offer. So, I mean, obviously him not getting arrested, I didn't think it was going to happen anyways. But, I mean, it is a topic that is, is one of those things like it is too big not to talk about. Um, and to, in the same right, yes, it definitely, I, do, I believe, excuse me, it definitely can hurt his candidacy versus Ron DeSantis, who is a fucking psychopath. Sorry, I don't want to get put my political views in it. He's a psycho guy's crazy he might be crazier than my man trump i ain't a lot of you but at the end of the day like you said the competition isn't joe biden it is ron DeSantis. and if he can't beat ron DeSantis, he can't have a rerun against joe and we know how people would see joe biden now he's sleepy joe you got all this stuff falling asleep tripping up the stairs of the air force one Yo, like somebody's got to check on this man's health bro get him some ct scans send him to a neurologist <laughs> or a radiologist or cardiologist all you know one, all the ologists you want to know want to know one crazy thing though what that uh this isn't like me being a joe biden stand but with this speech word on the street not word on the street what's been proven is that he has a stutter and with people who stutter there's different ways that they try not to stutter some people just go with it and they just stutter 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 over the words so let's say it but other people like what joe biden does is uh when they get to that point where they feel like they're about to stutter they try to sub the word that they're about to stutter out for another word and that's where you get those weird jumbled sentences where you get like misspeaks, where he says like something yeah, yeah, completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it's just a thing with all the presidents. They're all old. Yeah, we need to get some young people in office. That's pretty much. Hey, we got the best. In... That's the that that's that's the moral of the story. I think yeah. is let's uh, let's um, let me for the viewers out there, for the folks that are gonna be watching and watching in the future or watching, you know, even tomorrow. Um, I need y'all. Do not be deep in the super deep in the politics, but want to make a change and be be a be a shining light for young folks. Some because I believe the minimum age is 35 to run for president. I believe with and you don't need any political affiliation. You don't need anything. Just be up there and fucking talk. Get some sponsorships. People will fucking sponsor you. Go to any damn school, any university on the planet, and just act like you believe in the values of most of their student body, and they'll start believing you. Um, but I, I implore someone to go out there and do something, make a difference, because I'm tired of seeing 75, almost 80-year-old men just sitting in office, just laid up, got, got nothing to worry about. They're just collecting money for no reason. But I don't want to spend a lot of time on that topic. I thought it was something we did just need to chat about for a second, uh, for sure. But um, And I'm going to hit another topic after this, obviously, this following one. But I, 
think this is going to be something that could be definitely be controversial and people are going to have their own views. And that's what we're here to talk about. Um, so Sierra apparently um, wore a see-through Vanity Fair dress. And so really, look, Sierra's beautiful. Everybody knows this. She's a beautiful woman, hands down. Um, she also messed with Future and Russell Wilson, two drastically different people. Um, <laughs> completely but, different. <laughs> completely different, like in all regards. Like one's over um, here and the other one's over there. Yeah, but the question is for you guys, I mean, really, should your partner have a say in what you wear? Like, be mindful here that right, right now, Russell Wilson is Sierra's partner, you know, whatever you want to call it, married, or I don't... I, I don't pay attention that much to them, but, and to what extent should someone be able to tell you what to wear? If, if, if you, if that is something you're okay with in your relationship from the female side or, or the men's side. So I'll start off with you, Chad, just get your thoughts. Cause I know that's obviously you're in a relationship now that you could definitely directly um, correlate maybe that some of this stuff to it. Uh, I don't know. I, I consider myself a, a, a fashion forward male. Like, look, I got the... No, this is fucking shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel as though, rather than your partner telling you what to wear, there should be some common sense or some some empathy that you're with someone else and at least get their opinion on it. I don't know the situation. I don't know if they talked it over, she wore it, or if it was one of those things where it's like, hey, I'm wearing this dress. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to wear it. Uh, but I don't know the full extent to this story. It sounds like she wore it. Russell Wilson was not too okay with it. So it wasn't even Russell Wilson. So kind of what happened is she wore a dress and it was a theme of the Oscars anyway. So she wasn't the only girl to wear a similar dress. She just so happened to, you know, show all of her goodies. Cause that's what Sierra does. My goodies, not my goodies. <laughs> Okay, now nah, let me stop. Um, so she basically wore that dress and she showed everything. But the controversy came from obviously social media and the outsiders looking in rather than the inside coming out of people saying, you know, your husband's standing right beside you. How could you disrespect your husband and just basically uh, be nude on the Oscars? You know, you should have more respect for what you wear with your husband. And that's where the question kind of okay. poses, you know. Should your partner have a say in what you wear and to what extent? Coming from that side, then, I got two two propositions. One, the partner doesn't give a fuck about what they're wearing. So, in that sense, the public should not give a fuck about what they're wearing. They very much well could have... She could have shown him the outfit the night before, but like, this one I'm wearing, he'd be like, cool. Uh, also, it's not like he wasn't there with her. He was there with her. Right there next to her. If anyone tries to make a move, you're fighting Russell Wilson, a conditioned fucking NBA star. <laughs> NFL, NFL star. star. Wait, who, who are we talking about? Russell Wilson. Russell oh, Wilson. yeah. Yeah. Sorry. A condi Even worse, a conditioned NFL star. Like, if some Joe Schmo is going to try and make a move or everyone knows some grody old Oscar guy going to try and, like, you know, cop a feel... One, two, two dead. <laughs> so I think there has to be that sense of confidence in your girl that she's faithful to you and that if anyone tries to step out of line and try something, you'll back them up. Um, not back them up, but back her up. Uh, but then 
let's go from the other point of view of they did not discuss this and she just wore it. In that sense, I go back to my first statement of sometimes you need to have a bit of uh, empathy or respect for your partner and be like, hey, maybe this might make them uncomfortable. Maybe I want to wear this dress, but in a relationship, you're not fighting for yourself anymore. You got someone else to think about. So maybe it's that thought of, hey, I'll sacrifice this dress because I love my partner to make someone comfortable. Sterling, I'll kind of uh, let you go uh, next since you're also in a relationship, kind of see how it would handle in your household. Um, mm, <laughs> I got to be very careful. I got to be very careful with my So when I tell you, step all the way in that bag, son. No. Uh yeah, I, I mean I so look, I mean obviously I you know I saw the picture of uh Sierra and her vanity. I mean, dude, she looked phenomenal. Like phenomenal. Which by Stunning. the way, how always I, what, she always looks phenomenal. Well she got two kids now, right? I don't know. Two. But either way, to look like that after having a kid, even one props to her i want to give a round of applause and for any ladies out there that are listening that are pregnant or been after pregnancy or thinking about getting pregnant that's a body goal right there i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lie to you that's not shaming nobody that's just like that's amazing um but in terms of like how i would respond or like should you know your partner have a say in terms of like what you're wearing i agree with chad to a certain extent like yes you should have some empathy like about one another but i've also learned from being in a relationship and like understanding like another woman uh and like how they think a lot of a lot of a lot of girls like and if you talk to them like um and i want to call them girls women um they'll tell you you know i'm wearing this for myself you know i really i'm really like i love this dress and i really want to wear it out i think it makes me look good like blah 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 blah, that type of stuff which is awesome um and you want your girl to be feel, feel confident secure safe you want her to feel that way like and it, it goes to the point, like, me personally, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want my girl wearing that dress. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Like, I don't care if I'm standing there right beside her ass, and I'm, a, and I'm a conditioned NFL star. I don't care. Look, girl, like, you got your goodies. Like, you can show a little bit. Like, give them a little, give them a little tease. Let them know what they're missing because they ain't going to get none. But please don't put it all out there. Like, I get it. You want to self-express. You want to, like, be able to put yourself out there, and I'm all for that. But... And the dress was beautiful, by the way. But for me, personally, if that was my girl, I would have, a, I would just have a very quaint conversation, nothing like crazy to get excited about. Like after that event or after when we got some time uh, the next day and be like, hey, like, you know, I thought you looked great in that dress. Um, honestly, like, I love the dress, but it just made me a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and I'm a pretty secure guy. But it's like, I know I've got faith in you, but it's just, I, it's, it's just like, I, I can't get over the fact that you're like just showing everybody everything. And that, I feel like that's more of like a private, intimate thing that you've got to almost hold to. I'm not saying you need to be wear, be dressed like a nun, like Jesus Christ. I hope nobody takes that out of context, but, yeah, um, and somebody will, <laughs> and, and, and some, and somebody will take it out of context, but that's completely fine. But. I mean, to the extent that, like, I know, like, obviously, I'm not, like, this ripped dude gonna, like, nothing crazy like that, right? 
I'm not going to go, but I also know if I was, I'm not going to go outside, especially being in a relationship, showing my chest off, like my abs out, like unless I'm at the beach, right? It's a different story. <laughs> but like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go willingly and do that. Um, You're not going to show your chest, bro? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying at, like, I'm saying at, like, uh, not at the beach. Like at the beach, I would. But like it's like I'm not gonna just be like showing my whole because you know how some people like some guys will like have their button downs like oh, I literally love like button down yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, I know Dude, you. Dude, as the night gets longer, the buttons come down further. <laughs> yeah, and I and I still try to be and I still try to be somewhat mindful of that because I don't want anybody to think of anything different. I mean, like, oh, he's you know they're being this that the other. It's all about image, unfortunately. And like I know a lot of women hate that. It's like oh, like you think that people like, yes, that's what people are thinking. That's what people are thinking. We are dudes. We know how other dudes think. And unfortunately, sometimes they're a little bit more uh, devious than others. I just think that, like, yeah. like Chad said, I think you just got to have you just got to have a little bit of empathy to a degree, but not like to the extent where it's like, look, girl, you can't wear this, 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 this. this. I'm not going to tell anybody I can't wear anything, but you should know, like, in our situation, like this, this and this is, isn't necessarily something I'm going to feel 100 percent comfortable with, even if I'm the most secure person in the world. So, yeah, so that's my thoughts. I'll give my take from, and obviously I'm the one that's not in a relationship currently. So a single man's take from this perspective and Chad kind of hit on the big thing for me. Uh, but you know, I'll dive a little bit deeper into it. Uh, for me where I think it kind of changes and yeah, Sierra's dress, uh, showed a lot. Like I said, it showed all of her goodies. There was, she left very little up to imagination, but like Chad said, the biggest thing for me is that Russell Wilson was standing right beside her. Personally, where I come from is, you know, wear whatever if I'm there with you. Because if I'm there with you, you wear whatever, you know, it really doesn't matter what those guys think. You know, if they try something, blah, 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 blah. You know, we just have to handle that as they handle it. I'm standing right there. So, you know, that's just blatant disrespect regardless. But wear what you wear whatever you want with me you know what i'm saying because if not when would they ever be able to wear those type of outfits and whatnot but you know if you're out with your girls especially if you out with the ones that be you know out there a while and always trying to <laughs> always trying to do some messed up stuff or get your back broken yo you are not wearing that crazy stuff yo you're going to put on a more modest, I don't care if you show a little something, something like you said, Sterling, but put on something a little more modest. But when you're with me, you know, show whatever. It's it's all fair game, you know. Uh, I wouldn't mind from that standpoint. I'm with you. That's just really showing how secure that we're both with each other. And uh, it's kind of just, you know, I'm stunting with my lady. So on that front, I really wouldn't mind. Um, and I think a big piece of this topic, and I know we're kind of more you know, focus on the question at hand more so than what actually happened at that Oscars thing. But there were a lot of other people dressed just like Sierra, just, you know, she might've showed a little bit more than the other females, but I, I think it was really blown out of proportion. Uh, it was the theme of the Oscars of that Vanity Fair. Yeah. So she was yeah. right in line with themes. So it was as if, you know, they were at a, um, a grab a date social and they had a theme you know she dressed to the theme uh <clears throat> so i don't really see like there was any problem on that front but the big thing for me like i said is 
if you're with me, you know, where whatever, uh, obviously we have those conversations beforehand. If I do feel like something's a little crazy, I'll let you know, like you said, Stone, it's not no big deal or anything like that, but it's just like, hey, you know, maybe that doesn't make me feel the best when you wear that. And I do think it's important that if your significant other tells you, hey, it doesn't make me feel better, you know, you don't necessarily always have to stop doing what doesn't make them feel better, but you should pause in the moment, um, consider what they're th what they're saying and how they're feeling and, you know, move accordingly uh, throughout the time. Because, you know, if you wear it anyways, then that opens up a thin line where it's like, okay, since you're going to do what you want to do, I'm going to do what I want to do. And then where does it stop? So that's kind of uh, how I see it. Yeah, I mean, and I do want to back it up a bit because I don't want any any woman to be watching this thinking, oh, he just he wants to control. No, I don't want to control nobody, bro. Like, that's like the last. We're both individuals, both adults, right? Like, I have no, like, once again, like I've already said, I have no say in what you wear. Just want to, like, voice what I feel because if there was something that you had a problem with and you wanted to tell me, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, all right, like, I guess I see where you're, I see where you're coming from type of idea and I'm, I'm with the same idea maybe i was saying the ideology like you're going out with with your girls like look like that and i'm just chilling at the house or, oh know, that's another whatever yeah that's that that, that, <laughs> that's that can't happen that that's can, I'm, I'm sorry like and people are probably like, oh that's so unfair no bro like once again we are guys we know how dudes think and unfortunately the way the world is and the way that uh the way that things have been going like if you if you dress in a like and then you look great too and you dress seductively you're gonna get treated like a seduct like a, a promiscuous woman and that's just how it is sometimes and it's not anything like i have no problem with a girl dressing like that i'm not gonna just go hit on a girl um just because she's dr dressed a little bit you know different or or a little bit more out there than other girls but i'm gonna tell you right now there's some other dudes out there that will definitely think hey there's my hint that's all i needed and so um, that's my point on that. I think that, you know, she looked great. Um, Russell's right there. Like, I mean, I do agree because I've, I've definitely been with my girl before in the past. She's worn not nothing like Vanity Fair. That's insane. But um, some stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's a little, that's a little extra. But it's also like, I, I get it because if, if she's beautiful and she's, and she's got, you know, she, she's feeling confident in herself. Hell yeah. Do even do your thing. And I'm just kind of here and, Honestly, it makes it even more fun for you as the guys. Like you know, people are looking at her to a degree, and it's like a good feeling almost. Um, so, me and Michael well, we got an agreement. I'm allowed four buttons. You go down four buttons. <laughs> Fifth one's a no go. Four buttons. Four. I feel like that's a lot of buttons. <laughs> How many more buttons do you even have? Well, no, 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 because the collar button counts. So it's like one, one, two, two three, three, four, four gets me like. Lot. Four gives me like that's right in deep, yo. That gives me like right that's here, me, right to my like sternum. No, 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 that's, that's the fifth button. <laughs> four is deep. Nah, I'm bro. usually like a three guy. It's yeah, that fourth three, for when all. you're drunk, though. <laughs> like you'll do no, three but buttons when you're like sober. Wedding, <laughs> if you're at like a wedding or something, yeah, you the, typically like I'm not doing four buttons in a wedding. A wedding, yo, four buttons is wild. That's that's foul. I don't think I'm doing two. You're but I'm saying like you start drinking and like you, you start having fun like a three button is is acceptable Like everybody's gonna start getting a little loose because the bride and the groom. Can get yes, loose. the fourth everybody's one is for loose. when I'm hammered 
the fourth you can't be hammered though you can't be we're not talking about a wedding, wedding right now <laughs> yeah, why are you stuck on this wedding <laughs> because that's what i think if i'm wearing a button-down shirt i'm not gonna wear a button-down shirt just randomly unless it's like a nice flowy shirt <laughs> wait i'm but four buttons is wild why don't you just unbutton the whole thing like, <laughs> uh, he's about to. So I think we're about to get a live showing of what four buttons look like on Chad. We're gonna figure this out right away, right here. Uh, so yeah. But anyways, I still think four buttons is crazy. That's aggressive. that is that's that's, that's aggressive. aggressive. That's deep, man. Just take your shirt off at that point. <laughs> Nobody. That's like me at a. That's like me at a frat party wearing like like a Hawaiian shirt frat party. Like you just like yeah, fuck it, like ah. Like put it all out there. Hey, three is cool. Like I think three is like the classy, but I'm having fun, you know, type of idea. Yeah. But then it's like. But all right. So here's the verdict. Like, we're gonna we're gonna see what we got here. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's three. No, 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 no. Let's it's let the three, let's let the people see. All right, all right. So this is three. All right, now do the fourth. fourth one is okay. Oh, that's aggressive. <laughs> that's aggressive. The fourth one is bad. The fourth one's bad. That's aggressive, yo. No, no. Bro, yeah, I hate to say ass. it, but <laughs> that's aggressive, bro. You can almost that pee out that one. <laughs> it's three. It's three. It's three. <laughs> no, four, okay. I was about to say, I'm like four is wild bro like, yo you only, can't you tell your girl buttons. nothing if you out here with four buttons you know? <laughs> no, no. to be honest there's yeah. a few times where four it's just no button <laughs> i would prefer around. no buttons over four buttons like four buttons like you ain't yeah. got the confidence to do no <laughs> buttons <laughs> but you want to but you don't have the confidence to no but uh, yeah oh. uh, you know what i'm thinking guys is sorry what I was saying it's it's four up, one two three fourth button. Up uh, okay four up okay one, two, three, oh okay now he want now he want to change it now he look like back. a douche on camera. <laughs> nah, she got uh, you, you know your girl's gonna get you now. Like you got four buttons down and, and stuff and you there when you get trash. Um, but no, nah, like. Uh, moral story is like wear what you want to wear be respectful especially if you got a partner to some degree but i definitely i definitely think once again i want to reiterate that sierra looked phenomenal and um russell in. is a lucky man uh sierra c-i-a-r-a also if you look at the picture of them two when she's wearing that dress and him beside her he looks depressed <laughs> so i don't know and that's not the joke about depression, but he just looks, he just looked like he didn't want to be there, which is like, all right, bro, like you need to get, you need to put a smile on your face. You got nice teeth. You might as well just, you might as well flaunt them. But which one? moving on without. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even see the pic. So I, that's, that's a whole nother idea. Speaking of uh, people that we've known, you know, through most of our childhood, not necessarily just childhoods, but maybe on the other side of the, uh, not necessarily the music side, but still in the entertainment space. Amanda Bynes, crazy. If y'all remember Gross. the Amanda Show, y'all, and I'm sure people have heard about this. I know y'all have heard about this. Uh, Amanda Bynes is p- placed on a psychiatric hold, found roaming the streets. Naked. Yo, why are you laughing, bro? You sick, dog. You're sick in the visual, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're messed up in the head. I'm so sorry. You can't I'm... even get it out, man. <laughs> 
So the question I have for you guys, and even in those that are going to be watching as well, you ask need to tell us what happened. Yeah. yeah, she she was found roaming the streets. Uh, she, now she's with her parents. Now she's with the, she's like basically got custody with her parents. I can't talk. I can't. Yeah. Do this. I can't. Do this. Oh God, it's the Britney Spears thing all over again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If somebody else wants to explain the situation better, I can. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, we're we're fucking sick in the head. This is messed up. All right, so Amanda Bynes was placed on psychiatric hold because she was found roaming the streets naked, and um, this is not laughing matter. But for some reason, we can't stop laughing. Um, <laughs> but the question here, you know, that we're talking about is. Um, would you want your kid to have to deal with what comes with being a child star? You know, there's something beautiful about being famous when you're a child, but is it worth it? Are you letting your kid do that? Or do you want to wait till they become older to uh, hit that fame and become famous? Sterling, I kind of start with I'll, you because I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say, I wanted to, uh, to justify my laughter. I was just, I was just saying that There's like no imagine you see you know I mean <laughs> imagine I hope you they see tear you up in the comments. Roaming, it's showing I'm right there with the you. It's a funny headline. Roaming the streets. Yeah, roaming the streets and you think and you see and all you think of is Amanda man Amanda man Amanda and just think of Amanda show. But either way, um yeah, so uh to the to the point to the question here. I mean if we're talking about like child stars, right? You obviously have like Zach and Cody's. You've even got like a little bit like Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Zendaya, uh, Michael Jackson, Zend Justin Bieber, Michael Jack, Justin Miley Cyrus, Bieber, uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Selena um, Gomez, Selena Gomez. You got Brandy all. Love. You got a plethora. You got a plethora. Demi Lovato. So, Pretty like, much all was... Disney and Nickelodeon stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I want to I want to put it in the boat here, right? So if I had a you know, and one day I hope to have you know, beautiful children, you know, all this j jazz and love for them to be successful in their young age or even in their older age, whatever. Um, but for me to like, like push my kid into do not push my kid, but my kid wanted to be like famous, and maybe they get to that point and they get famous as a child. Understanding and understandably so. Like obviously, when we get to a certain age, we are a little bit more mature and can handle things a bit different. But when you have to grow up really fast, I feel like that's what happened. That that's what can happen to you. Like I mean, Demi Lovato is a perfect example. Um, she obviously had a lot of stuff she was going through, um, and 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 really really happy for her to have made it out. You know, okay, and like she's still kicking and doing doing her thing. But I think when you don't have time to be a kid like genuinely be a kid like you know when we were kids we used to go outside play with the neighbors you know do out you know these kids are going to auditions and going to hollywood sets on a daily basis to to make to make a show that was making millions hundreds of thousands of dollars easy for them just themselves without even having a legal license to work aside from the fact that they were just acting like they for them to work at mcdonald's would have been they were still would have been too young so yeah, I I I, I I'm gonna finish my thought. And I'll you go. But no, I I wouldn't want my kid to be a child star. Star, even though I know it would bring me money too as a parent. Yes, that's a selfish thing to say, but it's the truth. And I think any parent of a of a child star is probably thinking the same thing. Like, holy shit! Like, we barely have to work. 
Like we work, we make our money, but like our child is making more than us and basically provides for us, even though we're supposed to be provided for them. Um, I wouldn't want my child to be a child star. If they had the talent, if they had everything to go with it, I wouldn't hold them back from doing it. But I would never push them in that direction. Like, yep, you need to be famous and it all works out. I want my kid to be a kid, live a, live a similar childhood to what I did, but even in a better, in a, even better than what I had, and even not saying my, my situation was bad at all. But just be able to be a kid, because I think that's going to give you genuine time to learn how to appreciate the little things more. And I think when you get to that certain point in your life, like, like herself, where Amanda is, you know, she's relatively older now than she was when she was uh, really famous. But, I mean, she's 36 now. Think about it. She was literally famous at the age of, like, what, like 10? Something like, like she, I mean, 10 years old was, like, the start of, like, real childhood like for us and also going into like the preteen phase in the next couple of years so she was while she while we were going to middle school going to middle school dances playing little sports and stuff she was going to hollywood sets on a daily basis to make sure her stuff was good after school before school during school whatever it was to make sure she was on top of her stuff and i think that can apply to a lot of different child stars and why they are a bit like i'm not saying they're all off their rocker because they're not but they can't process things the way that we would i don't think and i think that can kind of push you over the edge a bit i think it's a weird thought to have that there's so many laws in place uh keeping kids from working jobs until they're like 18 uh but it doesn't seem to be that way or as strict when it comes to like acting and at the end of the day acting is another job so i think you're right where it's like there has to be some sort of balance between being a star and being a child if you take the word as it is it's a child star um so you see situations like with michael jackson where you just take someone's childhood and then when they grow up and start getting that independence they yearn for those years that they missed and they want to start doing those things that they missed out on and it just kind of fucks them up in the head and they kind of regress in a certain way while they are they they want to be that child again but physically they're an adult so they can't really have it that way and then you get these weird instances of trying to mix both together so you can't for for any kid you can't take away their childhood for for famedom maybe there needs to be like some sort of rule of like hey you get like one show a year and then that's it but even then like one show a year that'll take out like just five six months of the year out just for filming and whatnot but I feel like I and I I'll let you go to Mike in a second. But I feel like it's very rare. Like Macaulay Culkin, for example, he landed a first off. He landed Brenda's song, which does makes no logical sense in my head whatsoever. He looks sorry, Macaulay Culkin. You look like a crackhead. I'm sorry. <laughs> shout um, out again to the crackhead epidemic. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the crack epidemic. Um, and sorry for anybody that had someone that suffered from that. It's just crazy. Um, but I. <laughs> um, <laughs> but either way, I wanted to say is because I feel like the pe the kids that did movies like a Leo or like some other folks that were children, um, maybe aside from Macaulay Culkin, um, that were in movies are different from the kids that were on TV shows. Yeah, because TV you know lasts longer. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like you know as kids we didn't want to really watch we didn't have the we didn't have the attention span to stay and watch movies. But when it comes to shows, we love watching shows. 
like because it's super short attention span because like the way they did it on um i knew nickelodeon it was like every seven minutes there was a commercial so you had three commercials per episode um you'd have an episode like seven 14 minutes 21 minutes it let the run let the rest run out and there'd be a commercial before the next show came on after that but three during the actual show seven minute burst of our brain we had to be focused as a child which was very doable then nowadays definitely not that's why there's netflix and these kids can't even they can barely even watch that so that was just my point i think there's a vast difference between movie stars and child stars as movie stars versus tv stars yeah so i agree with both of you guys but i kind of uh look at it from a different lens or from a different angle more so you know the part that i don't agree with you guys that is the fact that kids need that childhood I, I think to an extent they need that childhood but at, you know regardless of what they're doing and how their time's being consumed the kid's gonna be a kid always and um you know i think there's plenty of kids who get a uh, majority of their childhood ripped away from them whether it's from you know stresses of life and just bad situations at all and i don't think that's messes them up or makes them regress as a kid if not it makes them mature earlier um, or if it's just, you know, kids that were put into a sport or something, they had some talent and the parents like, you know, work them really hard. I, you know, and I, I think that in a way is kind of like taking, you know, the childhood away, but I don't think that messes them up either. That kind of builds discipline. I think where it really messes up a kid <clears throat> why I wouldn't want my child to be uh, famous is really the microscope that they're being put under and um well it's kind of crazy because a lot of kids these days kind of feel that microscope even though they're not famous just due to social media but i think the microscope that they get put under at a young age and all the love and the cherishment and the attention that they seek that's uh those are like all dopamine <clears throat> hits huge dopamine uh, hits yeah. and um they become addicted to that and I think that uh, where we see these child stars as they get older, you know, uh, decline and regress is not in them trying to chase their childhood. It's that maybe the career is, you know, dying down and they're no longer seeking, they're no longer seeing that same attention, that same fame that they've grown to known as the norm their whole life. That's where like they become crazy and they start doing more extra stuff to be in. We're crazy now. No, okay, yeah, that's messed up for what we're talking about. I forgot what the main topic was. <laughs> that was messed up. No, distraught. but yeah, that's where they become distraught, and um, because they're no longer seeking that attention, so it's just kind of like you know, you have the um, the middle child of the family who's always doing the more wild stuff to get receive the parents' attention because they're no longer receiving it like they used to be. That's what those famous kids are doing. You know, Justin Bieber's out here. He's doing wild stuff when he was 17. Those are all just attention grabbers. Like, he wants to be back in the news. That's his only way he can grab those eyes again and get all that attention. I think that's where the problem comes in. And also, these kids are growing up, and their mistakes are under a microscope. Their relationships are under a microscope. And that's just a lot of pressure in general that really just messes them up. going to make yeah, and it, it just it's just really it's it's too much for a kid to have to deal with and trying to go through those years where you're figuring yourself out. I mean, everybody goes through those three to four years where they're really searching for their identity 
Uh, and, you know, they're changing a lot of stuff about them. They're kind of taking more chances, doing more risky stuff. And when you're doing that under such a tight microscope and getting all that scrutiny or praise for those type of things, it can really mess with your head and cause you to not be able to even find what you were looking for. And you never really know your true self because you're always living through the lens of the millions of people that follow you since you were a child. I also have a yeah, conspiracy I was theory make... that it's all planned. It's all planned? What you mean? Illuminati? N- not the Illuminati. Eh, maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> I think that the business manager behind all of them tells them to act up. Because it's that thought process as there's no such publicity as bad publicity. So, like, when you start getting a little low on funds and you start scraping the bottom, you're like, hey, pull some weird stunt. Because once people start talking about you... Your old stuff will resurface. People start watching your old stuff. We'll start getting that royalty check again. And if we just get these subtle influxes of engagement every now and then, it just keeps on. It gives you a sustainable living. Yeah, uh, I'm I do firing think my manager if he tells me to beat up Rihanna. <laughs> that did not work out for Chris Brown. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I think I think there are there are outliers in there, but uh, even like. Logan Paul, like, I think that most of his stunts were kind of planned of like, hey, this is going to be controversial, this is going to be bad, but people are going to talk about me, and I'm going to start getting that money again. People are going to start looking at me again and clicking on the videos and getting the views, I'm getting that uh, commission and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think the big, like, Michael hit the nail on the head, that's the point I was going to make, is I feel like they're not allowed to make mistakes because they are under such a very high zoom on that microscope because like everything that you and I did as kids, cause we all made mistakes. We continue to make mistakes as adults. So, I mean, it's like a hundred percent. Okay. But when you are under that microscope of fame where it's like, if TMZ gets you and they always they got you, we got they always get you. <laughs> we got them guys. And, and, and I actually, and if, if, if for some reason somebody watching this doesn't know, the TMZ is and all the stunts and the scandals they've had, please do some research because I promise you, you will literally be baffled at the type of stuff that they can find just by doing their jobs on a daily basis. Um, but no, I think, I think when you're not allowed to make mistakes, but like you make mistakes and like people like either one, they downplay it because you're famous. Like you, you might have a really good like manager or agent that can like push stuff off and like keep stuff out of the news or keep it out of the, the news cycle for a long time. So then you can kind of make sure your image is at the place it needs to be when it does come to light or they overhype it and it becomes detrimental to your own mental health at a very young age. Because I, I feel like as a young kid, like you don't, mental health isn't really a thing because you have like really no stress, like just to be honest. Um, as long as your life isn't like super crazy where you're having a bunch of stuff going on. But even at that, you still have less stress than a full-blown adult. And that I think is... when they get, I was going to say, when they get stressors in their lives, I think that can be the, one of the biggest triggers for them to act a bit different and to go on these, ep- have these episodes. And episodes happen to a lot of people that aren't famous, but it's just the fact that you're already famous. Like, Kanye, if he wasn't famous, nobody would know that he was just out in the street acting a fool. Same thing with Amanda Bynes. Nobody would give a fuck. They would just say she's a random ass girl in LA that's just cracked out of her mind right now. Shout out, crack epidemic. Um, <laughs> so, either way, you take we it as you will. We should get sponsored by the crack epidemic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Hey, Franklin Saint, shout me out, bro. Please. <laughs> Please, Damon Idris. I need it. Um, but no, I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts on that. I know it's a bit crazy. Um, the conservative conservatorship, I can't even really say it right. The we don't want to see one of those again. Yeah, we don't want to see we don't want to see another one of those like it was with Britney, because that shit was crazy. Is that what just happened though? Um, no. parents got custody oh they just got custody she's just in a psychiatric hold oh, okay. so she's like yeah but i feel like that i just feel like the next steps for them would be doing something like that which is scary hopefully not, um but, because, or hopefully she has good parents that it's like not too big of a deal she's 36 years old bro like i didn't even know she was that damn old until i just looked it up but like that's wild and i i mean honestly i hadn't heard a damn thing about amanda Bynes since damn i don't even know I really don't even know. I genuinely don't remember the last time I heard anything about her aside from. I think I heard her. She was acting up again, though, like a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. had a, she's had a couple stunts. I think that's why they put her in there because she's had a, you know, she's this had a three strikes, time. a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. If you if you walking naked in the street, I'm sorry that I laughed, but bro, like you're naked in the streets. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Like if, if I somebody was like, now, "Yo, I feel bad for Amanda though," but who got the who got the leak? <laughs> who got the leak? Exactly. I'm not leak. Like I'm taking a pics in that straight to TMZ. They paying me out easy money. Like ain't no way that that shit. Like it's just it's just. I feel bad. I do, but I think that if you are a child star right now, or you're a person that's been a child star like you've got to take it upon yourself to realize like i've got to find my dopamine hit somewhere else working out doing something doing some type of hobby shit if it's drugs which most of them go to anyways just naturally because they're in hollywood do that like you're probably better off doing that than fucking having a damn psychiatric breakdown I'm, i mean just <laughs> hate to say it but i think that there might be drugs playing a factor in someone <laughs> running naked in the street i also don't think they've hey. ever had like should i hit this crack or have a psychiatric breakdown <laughs> and probably i just hit this crack and now i'm having a psychiatric breakdown it's that oh franklin saint God. pack bro it's the best shit the franklin it's from saint the United pack States. <laughs> Yo, it's we get the, the 10k game. subscribers. We here at After Dark will try some. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> nah, if you see me, I don't even want to. People think I'm cracked out when I'm just drinking. I don't even want to try crack. I'll be on some fucking other shit for real. Um, but yeah, let's not beat a dead horse. I mean, just to kind of back it up here, um, guys, I know that like we could kind of talk about a lot about a bunch of different stuff let's talk on a little lighter note to a degree um back to the music side of things because i love music i think we all love music too. um because you kind of have to have it to live if you don't if by the way if you don't listen to music in the car you are a, a, a sociopath my um, radio's yeah. broken uh, yeah you're a sociopath i listen get, to podcasts really, in the car well music if you don't have sound on in your car okay you you're go. a psycho dude I'm so just had um, a psychiatric breakdown, don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> when I cracked that smoke before I got in my car. Don't judge me, bro. So, um, guys, I mean, like, I, I'm sure you guys had heard, or if you didn't hear, um, just to let our viewers know and and, and uh, everybody else, I mean, The Weeknd apparently was named the most popular artist in the world um, just recently, um, especially, specifically after he dropped his um, re- vamp song of die for you featuring 
the the automatic feature for him, Ariana Grande. Um, it hit up, so I believe, eleven. Voice. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, a hundred a hundred and eleven monthly listeners he hit last month, I believe, or in the last month. And so, which made him the most popular um, artist in the world. One. So I wanna I wanna put this point across just to give you some perspective. If you guys don't know that song, it has the girl from Squid Game. Can't remember her name. It's hard to say, and I don't want to butcher it and be disrespectful at all. Had the girl from Squid Game in the music video. It's uh, out of time. Listen to that song and watch the video if you haven't. That's on the Korean side, just to let you guys get that out, out there. But the question is, is The weekend really at the peak of his game right now? Or is this just more of a recency bias that he is getting this type of hit, these type of hits? at such a high rate at this moment in time over the past probably i mean easily over the past three to six months um so i want to start with you mike just because i know like um you probably have some thoughts just off the off the rip when you hear week is the most popular artist in the world but i want to let you lead it off see what you think uh yeah so to your specific question the weekend's absolutely at the peak of his game and his transcendence through his career is really impressive and one that um you know i wish that chris brown would have done with his career so the weekend came in with r&b and soul and he was really an r&b artist and he's kind of had the the best of both worlds with versatility that most artists aren't really given the opportunity to do or don't really have the talent to do the only one we've seen really is chris brown on the male stature Cause the weekend came in with a bunch of R and B hits. You know, my favorite song back in high school is the Hills. I still think that's one of the greatest drops on all of R and B like history. I think that song's amazing, but he uh, also, he can go on some of the biggest artists with some of your biggest rappers. You know, he's, he's got a lot of hits with future and Drake. And then he really lately in his uh, last trio of albums transcended to a pop star. And I, I personally think that's where a majority of his discography is going to live from now on. I know that he'll give us a touch of R&B, a touch of hip hop here and there. But I think from now on, he's going to live and die by the pop, and which is the same thing that I wanted Chris Brown to do with his career. Because I feel like if Chris Brown would have transcended over to the pop and stayed in that area, I feel like he too would be one of the biggest artists, you know, alive at the moment. But... As far as him being the most popular artist in the world, I just don't see it. I really don't see it. I think that, you know, he's definitely top five, absolutely. Just off the top of my head, artists that, you know, I personally feel like have a little more pool than The Weeknd. I think Bad Bad Bunny's got more pool than The Weeknd. I think Drake's got more pool than The Weeknd. I think Taylor Swift's got more pool than The Weeknd. I think even though... Bruno only comes every five years. If he was dropping music as often as The Weeknd was, I think he's got more pool than The Weeknd does. And then that's where I think The Weeknd comes in right after Bruno. So I um, I get it. It's monthly listeners. They're basing off of Spotify. I don't think that, you know, streams are everything when it comes to pool. I also look at culture, how you're affecting how the kids move. Um, if you're going across country, how do those people see you? Uh, but, you know... I also got to give him his props because The Weeknd is the truth, man. He is really the truth. And uh, I never saw him being one of these artists in that position back in the day. I thought he was super talented, super awesome. 
doing R&B, but I just never thought that he could transi- transition to pop and become a top five artist in the world. So all power to you, but I, I just don't see you being the most popular artist out there right now. Let me just prove all of what you just said, Michael. Okay, so first of all, we got Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's too new to the game. He could be the weekend, but his early discography was heavy rap, and that's not going to get every side of the genre. Next up, Taylor Swift. She's good, but she's fallen off, and she primarily she only pulls. She primarily oh only pulls women. No. A lot of girls listen to her. She has not captivated the male audience. Uh, who else did you say? Bruno Mars. As you said, he doesn't release music enough, but Bruno Mars caters to the R&B soul thing, and that's not going to get the white crowd either. What? So, 24 Karat Magic? That's just one song, though. No, that whole album, bro, is like he lived three years off of one album. Then you got The Weeknd. The Weeknd. Men love him. Women love him. Doesn't matter what race you are, you love him. What we're thinking of is the American audience, but the weekend is massive in Europe. And those, there's so many more people over. Not, I don't think there's so many more people over there, but there's a lot of people over there in Europe. Yeah, there is. We're, yeah, there we're is listening to the weekend. Uh, so I think that's where he pulls most of. You think he's bigger than Drake in the European market? Yes, Drake tries to be too many. Drake tries to be too many peoples. Cook this, cook this man real quick, Sterling. And then I'm about to get in the pan. I'm about to have my wrist fumbling. You know that pistol's about to be popping like it's sitting in a skillet, yo. And also the weekend's features. The weekend's features also brings in more audience. Sterling, cook this man real quick. Please tell me you're gonna cook this man. If you cook me, bro, I'm coming for both y'all's neck. <clears throat> so, um. To back to kind of walk in the direction that you were walking in a bit, uh, Mike. When it comes down to it, I mean, I agree with you to a certain extent, Chad. To a certain extent, right? Not fully, not even near fully, but I understand where you're coming from. Let's just be a hundred thousand percent honest, bro. Die for You came out three years ago, right? Just let's talk about this one song. Die for You came out three years ago. It was by itself. He by himself, it was a great song. I enjoy the song. I think if you're in a bad mood, low-key, if you just broke up with your girl, your your boyfriend, whatever, you're you're banging it. And it's easy and it's relatable. Secondly, then he revamps the song and puts Ariana Grande on it. He sings the same fucking lyrics, bro. There is nothing That's different what a fucking about remix the song. Is. No, it's the thing is, no, not always with remixes. Not always. Not always. But he sings the same lyrics and he puts Ariana Grande on for 35 seconds, by the way. Um, and her verse was great. I, I was kind of mad because I'm low-key Ariana hater. Sorry, Ariana. What? I think your voice is amazing. Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a topic I, but for I, another day. I, I don't think she's a I great person. I enjoy that. <laughs> person? Yeah. I don't think she's a great person. No, she's not a good person at all. I think she's very manipulative. But okay. either or. Um, but to say that he's not the most popular, I mean, he has been on this tr- upward trend for a long time. Like, I remember, I think mid 20, like late 2021, early 2022, he was still popping off. I can't remember what was dropping, what was going on. But I think even with Heartless in the, in the past, like three or four years, he, for someone to sh- change a, genu- uh, a genre 
and become, like Michael said, a more pop side of it and go from R&B soul type of idea and succeed like he has, that is not only true talent, but that, that, that is pull. That's pull, bro. And pull is popularity. He is known across the entire globe. I told you, bro. He had a music video with that girl from Squid Game who is a beautiful woman and a music video that popped off. The song was great. And he automatically grabbed the Korean population automatically without even having to do anything. He could do K-pop right now and they'd be banging it in Korea. They sure would. South Korea would be like, and they banging it out. For you to say that he's bigger than like that he's bigger than Drake is crazy though. I'm gonna be a hundred percent with you. Like that man Drake, like do you see the like my girlfriend and her friend got tickets to go see Drake in Atlanta? Let me tell you something, bro. Those shits were pre-ordered tickets. They were not pre-ordered, they yeah, pre-ordered tickets. They were pre-sale, I'm sorry. Them shits, it took like an hour, an hour of just re-clicking, refreshing. Selling out at record rates. Record. I agree with you. They're on Ticketmaster. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look. But um, either way, like I agree with you when it comes to the Taylor Swift thing. She only targets women. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I think she's got some good catchy songs that we, uh, "You Belong with Me," all that shit. Like we know from our childhood or like our younger days. But like, bro, she's not the one. She's not it. Drake is it. Drake is it. I said this the other day. I said, if my parents know Drake and know his music and can see your parents music, know the weekend. He, my parents don't know the weekend like that, bro. They don't know the weekend like that. Let me ask if my mom, you guys, if, please. If, where Drake fell off was that Drake, whole scandal about him not writing his own lyrics. But that's been disproven. It's, it's, it's been disproven, but I'm telling you. For you to say, it's blasphemy for you to say that the weekend is not is more popular than Drake. Drake literally is an international superstar. The man literally hops on any track, anything you do, and it's gonna be the most played song on an album. I talked about this the other day. It will always be the most played song on the album, even if the song is ass, bro. I promise you, it will always. And that is the craziest thing to me. He put out "Creepin" of a it's a sample from a '90s song because. Everybody knows the song already. It's easy to gravitate to. He does that a lot. His samples, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, with The Weeknd samples, The Weeknd is one of the most talented artists in the world. I believe that with 100%, uh, no doubt. But he doesn't know how to, like, he is not going to make, like, I don't want to say, he's not going to make new sound. Like, and that's where popularity comes from, is when you're building something new. And Drake doesn't make like, new oh, sound. Oh, yes, he does, put me bro. in, coach. Put me in. Please put me All in. Right, All right, go ahead. A, go ahead. I'm about to fry you. Okay, <laughs> deep fry me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so we are not going to – first of all, let me start off with Drake since that's what you were talking about, Sterling. Drake absolutely created a new sound. Drake made it cool to sing and rap. He, made, he was the first person to do melodic rap and harmonize over a beat. He was also the first person to be vulnerable about the way he feels about females on a beat, which is absolutely the whole genre of rap today and the sound that it's created from. And when we talk about The weekend's transition from R&B to pop, we also gotta remember, Drake made that same transition from rap to pop. Hotline Bling, 
all those songs that we love so much, Passion Fruit, those songs are global hits that a rapper, a rapper created those songs. Like imagine that type of transition from rapping to singing. So Drake has absolutely transcended the hip hop game and everything he touches is is gold. Your, your favorite artist, number one song in their discography is a Drake feature, let's be honest, every single time. Now, if we're gonna talk about Bad Bunny, I get it, it's early, but are we really about to sit here and say Bad Bunny don't have global pool? We really about to sit here and say it's Bad Bunny, he's out here breaking records on tours and everything like that. We're, we're gonna act like he don't have global pool. He's literally global. He literally came, like he hit US last. <laughs> we were the last to get Bad Bunny. He already done touched the whole globe before we hopped on the Bad Bunny wave, which is one thing, which is a topic for another day of artists, you know, in the UK or on the other parts of the globe, transcending uh, global music and hitting US, United States last, because uh, the US is honestly taking L's when it comes to artists. You know, we're not producing big time artists like outside countries. Now, I get Taylor Swift only makes music for women and kids. We got to be honest, it's kids too. But we see what Taylor Swift does anytime she drops. She's over here repurposing albums with the same songs from her old discography because Scooter Braun owns them now. And she wants the masters and she wants the credit for it. She's dropping old albums. They're hitting number one. This like We can't like, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan either, but we got to be real with ourselves. She is absolutely a megastar. Uh, Billboard named her the artist of the decade. So, and she's been doing this since we were kids. We are talking about child stars. It was literally, I can't even remember a time where Taylor Swift wasn't dropping hits. Um, now we're going to go to Bruno. Bruno's 24 Karat Magic album is the biggest album out of anything that The, the Weeknd doesn't have a lick of his discography that even touches that album that even touches that track you know like i i just want you to like remember how big that track was it's literally playing everywhere like literally the reason why bruno takes five years is because he only needs to drop eight or nine tracks and he can live off that bitch for three five years and he doesn't have to come back he don't need this music like he's literally so big and it's it's crazy, but you know, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, talking down on the weekend and shitting on the weekend because I'm a huge weekend supporter. And like you said, Sterling with his samples, uh, he did a cover of Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson. That's absolutely fire and it's sick. You should check it out if you don't know it. Um, it's DD is what it's uh titled, but the weekend's amazing, man. But we can't we can't just give we can't jump all these other artists that I just think have more pool and have been doing it longer uh, and have transcended the game in so many ways, you know, so no disrespect to the weekend. Hey, my boy, Abel, ain't no hate on this side. I'm just keeping it 100. Abel, if you I see mean, this, look. just know that I was here for you. I was supporting you. You can give me tickets to the show. Uh, I won't take either of these two. <laughs> yeah, Chad will be out there with all four of his buttons down. I'll be out there, all four of my buttons down. I'll have Michael's brother with me, and I'll have Sterling's sister there, and I'll be like, yo, guess what? What? Yeah, I'm taking all your family members with me, and not you two. Mom, right, dad, let me, let me just break I'll even call up your uncles and aunts. That's going to be a lot. Well, let me, let me break something down for you. 
so I can kind of put this to bed really quick. In terms of popularity, um, popularity can be, uh, it, it fluctuates. It definitely does, right? Um, and we know that when it comes to popularity, like when you're in school, music, anything, it's going to always change, it's just depending on what's going on in the world, right? Let me, let me, let me shout the weekend out. Yeah, he's got 11, 100, 111 million plus monthly listeners on Spotify, just Spotify, right? But if I look back into the decades of the 2010s, which is 2010 to 2020, right? This is like right as the end of 2019, that's when the weekend started being more poppy, 18, seven, like he started rolling into it. He didn't like jump into it, he rolled. Drake is the number one artist of the decade in terms of streams with 28 billion, billion, bro. There are almost 8 billion people in the world. I think there is now, actually. Shout out to China. Um, and for you to say that, like, I, it was a bit disrespectful, because uh, like, like we both said, we love The weekend, but, I mean, Drake, you're, I mean, like, this, this, literally Drake could go to fucking Australia, or not even Australia, he could go to goddamn Nigeria right now. And them shits would sell out just as fast as they did in the year. And that's fucking... Yo, Drake's been running the game since he's been prepping 13-year-old Millie Bravi Brown. So I just want to let that be known. Bad Bunny is a crazy... He is setting crazy record numbers. Crazy, 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 crazy. Dude, the Bad Bunny concert was what got Mexico into suing Live Nation for their ticket scamming. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I see them on TikTok. I see Live Nation every single other ad on TikTok. So they they it don't matter what the fuck they do. They could I mean, it doesn't matter what the fuck they do. Just that's the topic for another day. But I wish that people would give the respect to the weekend as he sees fit. Obviously not number one in my eyes is popularity. I think he's obviously crazy talented. And for anyone that says otherwise, you are faded as fuck. You must be smoking that That good, that, good. Uh, that, that, that Franklin say shout out to the crack epidemic once again. I'm telling you right now. I might so, just make that the title. Shout out to the crack <laughs> yeah, put, put, put that Put that down and, and hold on to that for a bit. I don't know if you guys have any further thoughts on it. I definitely think we've, um, we've hit, a, hit a few things. Um, but so hmm, I, this is tough. <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have any further thoughts. I don't know about you guys, but honestly, Sterling, I think that was a hell of a mic drop. So guys, for anybody out there listening, we gotta get the YouTube subscriber up. So here's what we're gonna do: if we can get the 50 subscribers, I'm going to let Sterling and Chad decide what I eat live on the podcast. It can be wild, it can be crazy, but it can't be too wild or too crazy. <laughs> but they're going to decide what it is. It might be a fish, it might be a cricket, it might be some disgusting food, but they're going to decide what I eat live on the podcast. All you got to do is get us to 50 subscribers. You hear it? Crack. Just 50. That's <laughs> it's gonna, It might be crack. <laughs> uh, dude, wait, it's actually kind of crazy you said the, the crickets thing, dude. I actually found some, some crickets. Oh, it might be crickets then, people. For the fellas out there listening, listen, they only want a 1%, man. So quit your bitching and get your bread up. To the ladies out there listening, move on, sweetie. He doesn't love you, but it's okay because you're still beautiful and powerful and will always love you. Until next time, it's the After Dark Podcast. We out!